name is Sherry Wilson, and I'm here to fill your ears with the best business content I can give you while you work out, commute, clean your house. Anything to help you work your biz like a boss. Hi, welcome to this week's training. I'm Sherry Wilson, an introverted entrepreneur that trains and empowers other introverted entrepreneurs and business owners in the art of persuasion and influence to communicate your message confidently and create the life and business true to who you are. And I do this through personality training, body language, how to flip the light switch, and emotional intelligence in my online course as well as in-person course, plus um, a lot of strategy and troubleshooting and hiring um, help with uh, my clients here in my city of Clovis, New Mexico. So there's more to it than just my initial statement, but for our purposes with this training, typically it's introverted entrepreneurs that want to know how to make their message more clearly or make their message more clear and influential. Now, this week I want to discuss one of my favorite um, trainings I've done. And I wanted to redo it because when I redid my website and my blog, I lost the original recording. And uh, the topic is how to fail successfully. Now, I've got my printer in the background running, so hopefully you guys can't hear that and this is nice and clear. If not, I do apologize and I think it's almost done. Now, um, when I researched this topic, I was at a place where I was coming to the realization that I have extremely high expectations of myself, meaning I feel that I should have mastery of a new skill, a, a new project, whatever it is, from the first, you know, from the start. And I had uh, launched my first, very, very first Facebook ad. And if you've ever done that, you know the technology you have to uh, understand. And because it's new and it is technology, it can be a little bit difficult. Now, I've had a computer business since 1998, so I wasn't too intimidated, but there was a lot of steps that I had to figure out. And then uh, you also know that it's, you know, a, a, a trial. It's a, a hit and miss endeavor and so I you know did my first Facebook ad and it was a flop I mean I don't even know if I had anybody sign up from it and I was so discouraged and so disappointed that it literally took me and I'm not exaggerating five months to try again and in that five months I'm sure you guys have experienced this if not let me describe it I'm telling myself you're being unreasonable you know so my self-talk is what are you doing you know, this is unreasonable. You have to figure this out. You have no choice. This is a very important part of your online business. Uh, as far as in-person business, not so much, but definitely online. And, um, you know, you need to stop. You need to stop putting it off and just get back to work. And I just could not do it. And so finally, I did um, what's called the 5Y exercise. And I asked myself uh, five why questions with the first one being why are you not doing this why are you putting this off and so I came to the realization that I felt I had to be perfect right from the start I needed to pick it up fast and I needed to do it perfect and I need to have these incredible results so I expected mastery 
and I think part of that comes from you know my personality type but I also think it comes from being really good in school and so I didn't have to study a lot um, I you know was a straight-a student the majority of the time I could pick things up easily I have a really good memory and so you know I had a, a past that was a positive that was actually making my present negative and putting all of these expectations on me and so after I you know figured it out Actually, I might have still been in the midst of the whole chaos. I wanted to talk, um, research about what failure is and what it looks like in people that have failed huge and repeatedly, but they still became these outrageous successes. And uh, uh, I first started with looking up the definition of failure, which, you know, it's not very encouraging. It's defined as a lack of success. So it's like, oh awesome okay so I am a failure because I obviously had that lack of success and uh, but I I realized there was more to failure than just that and uh, and so I uh, looked at several great businessmen and businesswomen and I discovered and I'm sure you guys have heard you know other people talk about this to inspire and motivate that a lot of those famous successful people suffered at least one major failure and it was often so big and so catastrophic that others would have just packed up their bags and gone back to what was safe, but they didn't. So a few examples, Walt Disney, he's one of my favorite stories. He was fired from the Kansas City Star because he lacked imagination and had no good ideas. Yeah, yeah, you heard me right. And then Milton Hershey, he started three candy companies that failed before starting the Lancaster Caramel Company, which succeeded. I mean, there's even a, a town, you know, Hershey, Pennsylvania, for Pete's sake. I mean, that to me is success. And then Steve Jobs, who is one of the most intriguing and one of my favorites to study as far as a businessman. He was fired from Apple, you know, the company he founded in his 20s. And then, of course, he was hired back and he took it to new heights and founded Pixar or took over Pixar um, and took that to whole new heights. And then Oprah Winfrey, she was fired from her first TV anchor job because she was too emotionally invested in her stories. And what I like about Oprah Winfrey is, you know, I used to watch her when I was a kid. I don't really anymore. But what was interesting is that she used that ability to become emotionally invested to make herself into the brand that she is today. And so she embraced what made her different. And, and that's one thing, just as a little side note, that we all need to do as entrepreneurs because better is not better, different is better. And so it's our responsibility to analyze uh, what makes us strategically different even if someone does the exact same thing we do or sells the exact same products that we sell. So what I found intriguing about each of these examples is they not only went to uh, went on to be successful, but they went on to be successful in the very industry that told them they would never make it. So this begs the question, what did all of these individuals possess that empowered them to not quit and then to actually go beyond what people said. I mean, think about it. How many have not pursued their dreams because someone told them they'd never make it? Or they lack some needed quality. Now, of course, there are times, you know, when you got to know uh, that this just isn't going to work. And you need to shift into something else. But I believe that every one of us has a vision and a passion that we were literally designed to fulfill. And it's something you know in your being. It's not, oh, that might work or that might be a good business or I might you know, become a network marketer and that 
uh, company, it, it's like you know, you feel it in your being. You know that you were put on this planet to do it, and quitting just is not an option. It's not in the equation. That's what I am talking about today. So I then wanted to look at some of the science behind these people and what they possessed that helped them to not quit. So I found um, some interesting work by a Carol Dweck, who's a psychologist at Stanford University, and she has spent her entire career saying attitude. And she released research revealing the secret to success, especially after failure. So her first conclusion of her research after years and years is that your attitude is a better predictor of your success than your IQ. And I know for a fact that's true. I teach emotional intelligence and um, I know that your self-awareness and your ability to control and manage your emotional state is actually the number one predictor of success in business and life, not skill, competency, or background and experience. And so, uh, again, attitude is a better predictor of success than your IQ. So then I want to know, okay, well, what exactly is attitude? Now, this shocked me because I like to look up the origin of words on dictionary.com, and it actually is a stem from the word aptitude which is capability, ability, and intelligence. So your attitude does come from your aptitude, uh, which you know surprised me. And today, attitude is defined as manner, disposition, feeling, tendency, or orientation, especially of the mind. So she also discovered that we have typically one of two core attitudes, a fixed mindset, and a growth mindset. So the fixed mindset is that you believe you are who you are and that you cannot change. The growth mindset is that you believe you can improve in all areas of life with some effort. Us entrepreneurs wear many hats, but there are some hats that we don't want to wear and we don't want to know how to wear. And that's where Fiverr comes in. Fiverr puts a whole world of freelance talent at your fingertips for all kinds of things that we need done, like logo design, writing and translation, digital marketing, video and animation, music and audio, programming and tech, web design, and more. They even have lifestyle freelancers to help you with personal style relationship coaching, health and fitness, and so much more. I recently used them to type the transcript of a video for me and was amazed at how fast and professional my freelancer was. You'll find high quality services at every price point. There's no hourly rates, just project-based pricing, and your payments are protected. Go to SherryLovesFiverr.com and get started. That's Sherry with an I and Fiverr with two R's. Now, the shocking discovery is that those with a growth mindset outperform those with a fixed mindset, even if their IQ was lower. I mean, that's crazy, guys. IQ is not everything. It is attitude. It is having that growth mindset. Because the person with the fixed mindset is easily overwhelmed with challenges that seem to be more than he or she can handle, and that leads to hopelessness because, again, you are who you are. 
But people with the growth mindset see challenges as an opportunity to grow and learn new things. So they embrace challenge. They welcome uh, setbacks. So success in life, according to Dweck, is all about how you deal with failure. It's your attitude. Now, this statement basically proved my assumption that failure is more than a lack of success. She said that failure is information. We label it failure, but it's more than that. This didn't work. I'm a problem solver, so I'm going to try something else. That is all failure is, is information. You are empowered and made to solve problems. Therefore, you can keep troubleshooting until you hit the jackpot. So Oprah, Steve Jobs, Walt Disney, they all possess an ability to overcome feeling helpless and hopeless. They refuse to be victims and they developed a mindset to bounce back even better. Another key quality that these individuals had is a passion for their vision that sustained them in times of rejection and failure. They believed in themselves and they believed in their vision more than their critics. They might have had times of of doubt, but they didn't let that stop them. And they also, and this is important, continued to take action even after failure and during the times of work with no apparent results or guaranteed success. Okay, so one of my favorite topics in my training is emotional intelligence. And I teach it with a little bit of a different spin. So I teach people scientific principles that will allow them to shift their emotional state and then rule it uh, and, and even know how to shift the emotional state of other people and reduce stress. But one of the traditional components of emotional intelligence is sustained motivation. That's the ability to stay motivated from the inside instead of needing to be motivated from the outside through people or circumstances. So from the point of your original dream to the fulfillment of that dream is a time that I call the middle work. It's a time where you're in the pro- your process where you have no visible results. It's past the initial excitement of starting your journey and then it's prior to the end results of your work. So what that means is you cannot rely on results to keep you motivated. That's where sustained motivation comes in. It's the quality of refusing to look at external circumstances to measure success. I once heard a very successful businessman, I can't remember his name, say the only failure is quitting. And so his point was that anyone will eventually succeed if they don't quit. I'm sure you know this, but it needs to be said, no one is ever an overnight success. Each supposed overnight success, quote unquote, spent years crafting their skill, working toward their goal, hitting the streets, knocking on doors, and looking for opportunity instead of waiting for it. They kept taking action. And so when you are in that middle work, you need to keep taking action and you need to have that internal motivation, that attitude that you're going to keep going and you're going to make this happen. And then when you plateau, don't stop. Keep going. Every business has plateaus and you have to really have more motivation than you've got plateau. That way you can break through it. Bruce Lee said, there are plateaus, but you must not stay there. You must go beyond them. A man must constantly exceed his level. The successful also expect results. They know they're going to fail at times, but they do not see failure as an option, like I've stated. So what does this mean? Well, those with a growth mindset know they might lose some battles, but it's impossible to them to lose the war, so to speak. Now, this is where 
I was struggling when it came to the Facebook ads because one of the symptoms or a type of a fixed mindset is a perfectionist mindset. This mindset leaves no room for failure. It literally paralyzes you when you fail or make a mistake or you quit because you feel like you can't get it perfect. So I learned to pursue excellence above perfection, but sometimes that old mindset will rear its ugly head and cause me problems. Now, all of us start off doing the best with what we have in our talent and in resources, knowing that as success allows, we can take our vision to the next level. So you're not going to be at the level you see in your mind at first. It's a progressive journey. So you got to be flexible knowing that some obstacles will need to be climbed up, some over, uh, some you'll have to go around, some you'll have to go through or under, and some you'll just have to blow up with innovation. But flexibility is a sign of the growth mindset. Complaining and blaming others are two of the biggest signs of a fixed mindset. And this takes us again back to emotional intelligence, which is the ability to accept personal responsibility. So all of us have to do that for our success and not use our upbringing, race, economic status, education, or anything else as an excuse to make failure our constant condition. So I hope that you see that failing is simply feedback for what you need to change or improve, which isn't really failing. If you know that you were born to do what you're doing or working toward, the only failure is quitting. And so as a result of this research and learning about the fix and the growth mindset and learning how I had a fixed mindset that expected mastery right from the start, I all of a sudden just felt this pressure come off of me and I realized there is no way I would know how to do this right from the start. And so I made a decision to be okay with minimal or no results at first until I tweaked it and then I was able to utilize the power of Facebook ads to add to my email list and sure enough I did I just kept tweaking it I kept trying different freemiums and finally I hit upon my introvert flavor quiz which actually was born out of curiosity of um, wondering if there are multiple types of introverts because I realized that I am introverted but my introvert tendency is not the same as my friends and uh, sure enough I discovered there are four types I thought you know I bet other people want to know this so I developed a quiz uh, put you know my Facebook ad up and I have steadily built my email list from that point on because people can find out what their introvert flavor is and then get some tips and how to do business and things to watch for etc etc based on that type So I hope this has helped you because it really did help me. Um, I find that entrepreneurs are so driven and so passionate about what they do. I think that we can tend to fall into this trap more than maybe other people. And, um, and so I, I, you know, I was at that middle place uh, or that middle workplace wondering if I was wasting my time and, you know, I realize I, I can't ask that question. I, I need to keep going because of an internal motivation and allow failure to be feedback for me and just keep tweaking it until I get to the place where my business is a vehicle for me to fulfill all my dreams and desires and goals. And most importantly, being the best I can for my clients. Now, just as a final tidbit, 
Uh, one way to accelerate the process is to find a mentor. They can actually shorten that middle work road. And, uh, and in fact, I've got a lady that's mentoring me now. And just the, I think, three or four times that I've, uh, uh, you know, had sessions with her um, on the phone, on the phone, I, I mean, she has taken me probably years ahead of the game. And uh, so, yeah, if you can find a mentor, uh, I'm actually, uh, I'm trading out with her because I don't have the funds right now to pay her. If you can find someone to do that, or if you have a friend that they have something in their life that you really want to attain, ask them to help you, ask them to troubleshoot with you and um, mentor you through that that process and if they will I guarantee it will shorten that middle work road so that's it I mean if you feel that this training is helpful or you know people that struggle with this you know people that have that fixed mindset that have that perfectionist uh, mindset that complain and blame other people uh, for their own lack of success you know, pass this on. I mean, don't, don't tell them, hey, I'm going to give this, you know, or you need to go listen to this uh, blog post because you complain and blame everybody for your lack of success. You know, you don't want to say that. But, um, you know, pass it on. Uh, it's on the, you know, here on the blog. I also do the uh, Facebook live training, usually a week before I put the blog up. And uh, you can, you know, watch me in action there. But, um, you know, uh, just share this with people because I really feel that we need to know this stuff and that people that have failed over and over and over, that they can get so discouraged that if they had just a little bit of encouragement and a little bit of some tools to help them, they could finally achieve uh, their goals. So the blog is Sherry Ann Wilson, Sherry with an I. Uh, and with an E. Again, invite them to our private Facebook group. Uh, just search for, uh, uh, at, uh, I think it's Introverted Entrepreneurs, if I'm not mistaken, on uh, Facebook and get them in here. Get them involved. But until next week, be empowered in who you are because you are perfect. There is nothing wrong with you. You are designed a specific way to function a specific way. And as long as you are working on the areas that are maybe weaknesses or strengths have been overextended into weakness, as long as you are growing as a person, you are perfect the way you are. Until next week. You have a ton of stuff to do as a business owner, and sometimes it can be hard to know where to focus, to know how to take your business to the next level. I've developed an assessment that will help you do just that, the You Are Here Success Map. This simple, quick assessment reveals any hidden areas of danger so you don't end up a statistic. It's based on nine parts the successful businesses possess, and it will reveal your current condition as a starting point to help you map out a plan to strengthen your chances of success. And don't think success necessarily equals success. Sometimes an overnight, has sunk a business. Anyone hear of Kate Middleton in her dress? So take this assessment and map out your plan. Go to sherryannwilson.com forward slash discover dash hidden dash week dash biz dash areas. And yes, I realize how ridiculous that URL is and I will be fixing that soon. I hope today's podcast gave you some actionable wisdom that you can do immediately for your business. I've got a lot more free training on my website at sherryannwilson.com. 
Sherry with an I and with an E. But before you go, please leave a kind review of this podcast. It's like giving me a hug in podcast world. Work Your Biz Like a Boss is a Mr. Joseph production. What do you think, Joseph?